Your co-host girl, Billion Dollar Girl, Shawanda, and we have co-hosts 
I'm Kim. And co-host and Kim. <laughs> and co-host Kaneen. Isn't it exciting? This is our first show. This is a brand new year. In spite of whatever is going on, we are ready to get it started and to get everyone else started <laughs> and on the right yes. track. Yes. <laughs> so how are you feeling tonight? You know, I am feeling so good. It's the start of the year. I say um, new beginnings rather than, well, I'll say happy new year, but I always say new beginnings. There's always a chance for us to start new. So I'm excited. We seem like we still carried over a little bit of last year, <laughs> but I am excited. I am feeling good. Yes, it's our first show. So I want to say welcome. I'm feeling great. I'm glad that you all can be a part of us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, and I want to say, you know, welcome everybody. Happy New Year. Year started off crazy, but guess what? We still got a whole lot of the year left. And yes. let's just be excited about it and let's just stay positive in spite of what's going on. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We have a, a lot to talk about. Um, we just want everyone to know that this is a show where you can kick off your shoes, relax and be as transparent as you know how. Um, we're going to talk about some of the latest topics that are going on in our society today. We're going to you know, deal with health. We're going to deal with mental illness. We're going to deal with um, happiness. We're going to deal with entrepreneurs, what we're doing out there as far as running our business. How can we become better? How can we do better how can we get better how can we gain better <laughs> because I tell you 2020 was a year um it was an emotional roller coaster for many of us and many of us lost as well as you know a lot of us gained so um we want to be uh, cognizant and we want to be aware of um everything that's changing and we want to be aware of what's going on in society today we want to make sure that our audience is aware we want to let you know um, you'll be amazed at some of the things that we can um, enlighten you with. We want to let you know and help you with your life. So if there are some things you want to get off your shoulder, we're going to have those shows where you can just click in and say, hey, let's talk about this. From family <laughs> to your coworkers, to your friends. And oh, don't I have a lot to say about that topic? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> So our first topic, I want to get into, this is a new year, 2021. So let's talk about um, resolutions. So we know that the traditional is, or the tradition is that we make resolutions. We're like, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds or, you know, I'm going to write this book, complete this book. Uh, Kenny, you can tell us about that, huh? <laughs> I'm going to complete this book. Or um, I'm going to get a better job, you know, so we have all different types of resolutions. So we want to introduce something a little different, something maybe that can help you complete um, your resolutions, maybe go about your resolutions a different way. Um, we're going to share, you know, some intentions behind resolutions. Um, our Kim, co-host Kim, tell us about, you know, when you make resolutions, you it's, it's, you need to, I say that you need to go a step further as far as just saying to yourself, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to be a better spouse or I'm going to do better, you know, in my, on my job. I'm going to get up and go to work on time versus being late all the time, you know, whatever that resolution is. Uh, what are some, what are some of your practices? Well, yeah. now I practice more of being intentional about those resolutions. So 
I'm trying to shy away from the word resolution because I tend to write them down or say them. Then by March, I forgot. So <laughs> I said, <laughs> this time I'm going to write it down and then I'm going to be intentional about it. So mm -hmm. some of my intentions for this year is to be serious about self-care, self-love, and my health. Not just my physical health, but my overall health, my mental, my physical, my spiritual, but be intentional about it. Meaning doing those things that I need to do to reach those goals, you know, to um, take better care of myself, like mm -hmm. try to go get massages, Yes. Um, try not to overdo it. Try not to get too busy, you know, uh, because when we get too busy and we overdo it, stress and anxiety and stuff like that sets in. And we don't want that to happen because that can create mental illness, which we're about to talk about because, you know, we can blow up when it gets <laughs> to be too much. So I said, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is just practice self-love, self-care and um, my spirit spirituality. I want to read my word more this year, you know, feed my spirit a little bit more. You know, I want to have a healthy spirit. I mean, so I just want to be intentional about everything that I plan and set out to do for this new year so that that way I can execute those things and I could be a better person for me, for my family, my husband. So, I mean, you know, if you don't, if you can't give from an empty vessel, yes. so I want to be full and I want to be healthy whole. So that's, that's my take uh, this year. And I think going about it, like self-care, like you said, that encompasses a lot of um, different things that's going on in your life because it's like you're dealing with your whole self. You're not just dealing with your weight. You're not just dealing yeah. with your job because all that has a lot to do with your life. So um, self-care, I think that's a really good um intention as far as you know you're like okay I'm going to set my intentions on self-care I'm going to focus on me and me in totality so everything about me is going to I'm going to make sure you know that you know I go off on the right path this year 2021 and a lot of us need to do that especially with what we've gone through in 2020. Uh, Kenita what would you say about that? So first of all, I wore blue for Georgia. Yes, yeah. we are now a blue state. Yes. Absolutely. Congratulations. <laughs> so in honor of that, by the way, blue is my favorite color. So yes, I'm excited about that. But um, I, I definitely want to agree with Kim about being intentional. So I, I'm definitely for goal setting, not resolutions, because resolutions, no one ever really stick to it. And when you think about a resolution doesn't have measurables, it doesn't have anything that you can say, you say your resolution may be, I want to um, just lose weight, but it's nothing behind that. It's no steps, no action plans, no measurements um, by when. So it's just, it's just, a, you know, like kind of an infinitive goal um, in mind. So I would say definitely, I agree with um, Kim when I, when, when she said intention. So I would definitely set goals because goals are important and make sure they smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, you know, all the great stuff mm -hmm. and make sure that you can, um, you know, like you're creating not just action steps, but you have accountability partner who's going to help you um, accomplish those things. So I think that's very, very important. Um, and for, for me, this new year, I would definitely say um, spirituality. Um, I'm a very spiritual person, but I want to get more increase in it. I do many different things spiritually, um, but I definitely want to get more into the word, more prayer, 
Um, you know, more spending time with God, especially during this pandemic and all the crazy things that's going on in the world, sometimes we can forget um, that spiritual part of ourselves, which is necessary for the mental health, um, as, you know, as well as physical. The next thing I would say is investments, financial investments. I Absolutely. definitely want to make sure that I um Begin because you know this this time has shown me, um, you know we we can we can have savings, but with everything that's going on, people lose their job, and all of a sudden, all your savings is out the door, out the window. So I want to get into financial investments. What's the long term investments? What's going to help me when something like this take place and something like this occurs and you know come about? What can I look, you know, look at financially or God forbid something was to happen to me? You know, we never know Like with, with COVID, as we can see, right. we have so many people that's passing away um, and what did they leave behind? So my thing is this, this year, I definitely want to um, focus on creating a legacy and that's through financial investments as well as business. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think setting intentions and goals, all of those are excellent. And you know, another path, I'm going to briefly um, show my vision board because this is just another way of writing your resolutions down and, you know, demonstrating them. You know, you can see, you can pick out any and how to create a vision board. We're going to demonstrate it on a later show, but just to give you a brief overview, and I know a lot of you guys have heard of um, vision boards. You can take any magazines, you can print out pictures off the internet, and you can get a nice um, uh, whiteboard or uh, cardboard or poster board. <laughs> And you can just paste those pictures. You see a lot of personal stuff. I'm not going to give you a real good view. I'm just going to give you a brief <laughs> flash <laughs> at my goals and everything. But you can paste it on a board, a poster board, or like I said, whatever you, whatever is good for you to use to paste your dreams, your goals, your intentions on there. And you can see it. You can place it anywhere in your home. And every time you walk by, it's just a reminder of the things that you said that you would like to accomplish or you would like to gain. So um, let's just take that resolution or those resolutions a step further this year, especially because um, I think if you successfully successfully come out of um, 2020, that's a good thing. You're meant to be here. So, <laughs> so let's take advantage of that and let's, you know, uh, make it worthwhile. Um, so definitely think about um, expanding your resolutions. Let's think about taking it a step further this year in 2021. So moving along, ladies, um, I wanted to discuss about um, health. Health is like one of the major things, like, I, like we just mentioned briefly um, previously about um as far as one of our resolutions, we want to be, you know, a healthy, a healthier person, especially with the pandemic that's going on. Um, mm -hmm. It's important. It's highly important that we take care of our health. And the one thing that I literally did not know until like towards the end of the year, and that was through conversation, was that um, COVID messes with the mental stability um, mm -hmm. of individuals that you know get it and I know we have um, our co-host Cam you have family members that has experienced um, having COVID and um, just share with us you know that experience and share with us as far as how did it affect your loved one mentally yeah I have loved ones that experienced uh, COVID and um, one of them came out of it um, 
which is in particular is my mother, and I know she probably don't mind me talking about it, um, <laughs> which is brain fog. Uh, it's kind of like temporary mem memory loss. You know, mm -hmm. she'll be talking about something and then she'll just forget and say, well, you know what I mean. Well, let me come back to that. So mm -hmm. brain fog is, is one of them. And we really don't know how long that's going to linger. But I have read about some cases where some people are still dealing with it after five, six months. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're just hoping and praying that that clears up. So, uh, yeah, it definitely mess, mess with the mind. It definitely mm -hmm. does. Wow. Um, Kim, uh, Kine, I'm sorry, Kim. Kineen, um, have you had any conversations with anybody that has had COVID or as far as experiencing the mental, you know, instability or mental um, illness? Well, thank God I haven't really had close family. Um, I had um, extended family who had actually had a, um, someone in extended family through marriage um, actually died of COVID. Um, but also I, my ex-husband, um, he had COVID and thank God he survived because that's my, my, my son's father. So thank God, you know, he survived. And some of his symptoms was just no taste. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things he said. Um, also he mentioned um, like no smell, no taste, yeah. um, constantly exhausted or um, can't necessarily move so much because of the breathing. So it was very hard to breathe. So I think it affects everyone differently. And um, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, but when you actually, when you said that, I just want to bring up a report that I read. So uh -huh. it was according to the Nielsen report, it was a study done about COVID and everything that's going on. Um, and even with COVID, it indicated people who was involved with alcohol. So the alcohol numbers have increased 54% since last year. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, and, and just to think, I mean, first of all, that's, that's, that's not healthy to take it, you know, when, when you have COVID, you know, but also just everything that's going on, um, just staying away from alcohol is just, you know, it's just, it's just so many different things that's going on. And just that, that what it does to the mental capacity, even while, you know, I don't want to say who, but knowing someone who's close that, um, had COVID and they consume alcohol you know, tremendously. So that definitely mm -hmm. had more of an effect. Thank God the person came out of it, but that had yeah, more yeah. of an effect. And, you know, it's not just people with COVID, but just in general, according to the report, it's been a spikes in alcohol. So that's, that's a little bit alarming. So, and it's crazy mm -hmm. because you would think that our money will go towards something more, but the alcohol industry, it has really, uh -huh. just, I mean, 54% <laughs> is a high number. From last yeah, year, that's yeah. very high. So they're 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 getting rich, <laughs> and that's wow. some people's way of self medicating, like yes. when they're depressed and lonely, and and then you know they left the liquor stores open during quarantine. That's <laughs> not good. It's like that, that way. alcoholics. Um, these people again, they're self medicating with the alcohol to, um, to for the depression. It, so yes. that's not good. I mean, not yeah. Good. But you know what? I love, you know, I love wine. I think wine's an essential. So, <laughs> okay, okay. Is that essential? <laughs> but you know, you, when you think about it, it's crazy because the liquor store stayed open and necessary is not an essential, seriously. So, but people, they realized that people needed some type of mechanism to cope during this whole thing. I mean, you know, typically, you know, I'm spiritual again. So, 
sometimes, you know, things like this happen as a way of us turning towards God. But instead, mm -hmm. we don't know necessarily because not everyone is spiritual. So sometimes we, we look for other mechanisms to, you know, cope, whether it's sex. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, God. <laughs> But it's sex. But you know what? That hasn't been my mechanism. I wish, but it hasn't been. <laughs> but whether it's sex, alcohol, um, you know, some people drugs, you know, weed or whatever. Um, so mm -hmm. people use so many different mechanisms just to keep in, you know, sane, just to keep happy, just to cope with everything that's going on, especially because people are used to being social butterflies. People are yeah. used to, you know, just going out, just enjoying life. And now all of a sudden, yeah. you know, everything is limited and restricted and we're not used to having restrictions. So it's a challenge. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And we're not used to not, um, you know, being able to go out to different places and just mm -hmm. really have a good time, you know, where you and your girls get go out on the weekend or, you know, one day in the evening that you have available and have drinks or whatever the case and all of the networking mm -hmm. events, you know, it's not the same definitely has changed. So yeah. I can only imagine and just using my own personal experience, being as transparent, that's what we're all about. <laughs> I can use some of my own experience of just uh, I'm real sensitive to energy and just fill in the energy, you know, when you go in a store, just in the atmosphere, period, when you just, mm -hmm. you know, um, you maybe have a conversation with one of your neighbors or like I say, you may talk to someone in the store. Um, right. People aren't, of course, you know, we have to keep that social distance and then they're just, you can tell that there's a shift and there's a change um, in people and in their lives and just mentally um they just don't seem to be there fully <laughs> even right. me sometimes I just face out you know you can even feel it like some days you feel good and some days you don't understand why you feel so heavy so you know I believe that you know the pandemic has a lot a lot to do with just everything that just just the energy itself you know, with some days are high, some days are low. People are just all over the place or acting all out of character. Kim, I wanted to ask you as for, um, about your mom. Um, when she experienced a mental fall, now, has she mentioned to you um, as far as like experience and maybe feeling like depressed sometimes or well, uh, you know, I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was because, you know, she was sick around Christmas time and Christmas, Christmas day. So we didn't get to see her. She didn't get to see anybody. And um, my son and his wife, they made this really nice photo album for her, which they had already planned on doing. They've been planning this for months. So it came at the perfect time because she wasn't able to see anybody. So just by looking at those photos and stuff, she said that she just burst out into tears, you know? Um, so so that right there lets me know that she was dealing with some type of anxiety, you know, yeah. uh, just being there and not being around family, um, you know, during the holidays. And she did yeah. have some of those symptoms, you know, Kaneen mentioned the no smell, no taste and um, the headaches and um, even the light from the TV bothered her eyes. And she has this lingering cough. So I think she, she had just about all the side effects and the, the breathing. Oh, my God. I told her, I yeah. said, do not go up and down those stairs. Just mm -hmm. don't. Yeah. 
because oh, it yeah. reading and I decided to text her because I didn't want her to talk too much. So, but yeah, so in considering all those things she was going through and those symptoms and stuff, I know she had to be depressed. Although my stepfather was with her, you know, the first few days they had to, um, you know, quarantine from each other because his test results hadn't came back yet. So, so mm -hmm. I'm sure she did, Shalonda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's real. Ooh, I'm telling you, um, when it hits so close, you know, like if it's not yourself, but it hits your loved one, it's almost like you're experiencing it with them. Because yeah. can you imagine you can't, like you could not fear for Christmas. No, you have to drop things home. off in front of the door. You know, this, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. we want to look at your mama, you know, mom, the children and the grandparents for many. The mom, the children, the grandparents, and your siblings, I think it's hard not to, you know, um, say that the other family members don't matter, but, you know, yeah, they're your parents, you know, they're your children, mm -hmm. you know, your birth, mm -hmm. your parents birth you, you know, grandparents, many grandparents, you know, have helped raise us, you know, along with our parents. So when it hits there, it's almost like you're going through that with them. You're experiencing it with them. It's real yes. hard. Yeah. You know, and, and just moving on from the pandemic, because before the pandemic, we have had mental health illnesses. Uh, that's a pandemic in itself. <laughs> I mean, that's a pandemic, too. Especially, yes, of course, the pandemic just highlighted it. And, you know, it's bringing it forth and adding to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. unfortunate, you know, once upon a time, <laughs> before this week, the big capital, um, highlight, you know, I would say our culture, you know, was really suffering. Now, I don't know who's suffering the most, us or them. <laughs> but, you know, the one thing I will say, and what I know for a fact, I know one thing for sure is that um, it is mental health illness is, is, is heavy um, in the Black community. And I know that our, one of our favorite actors, she has her show going and she, you know, tackles it with her different guests, Taraji P. Henson. And um, I think she's doing amazing work with that because it needs to be highlighted. It's something that is not dealt with in our community. Um, Kanine, I'm gonna let you speak on um, one of the major factors that you think that uh, it contributes to the separation of, and you know exactly what that is. <laughs> And uh, I think that it has a huge negative impact, you know, on us as a people. And right now I want to speak very uh, concrete, you know, towards our, towards, you know, our community, our black community. Um, we didn't have the luxury, you know, back in the day more. So now we do, you know, a lot of us do this for, you know, the, the right insurance to go and, you know, get the help that we need. Um, and we want to talk about that too, as far as the different types of help that um, you can seek, you know, for, you know, if you feel like someone has a mental health issue, or if you know that you do, you've been diagnosed, but you're like looking for other options or what to do, we definitely want to give you, you know, solutions in that area as well. But we just want to, you know, talk about how it has impacted our Black community and, and just in the different areas. And I know since I was a young girl, <laughs> I have had the experience with dealing with uh, people with that issue. Not to say that I have those issues in my own immediate family um, that have mental health mm -hmm. issues. So, so that's I, I would say in every family, um, 
I haven't done the numbers yet, but I can definitely come back and back up what I'm about to say. Almost in every family, someone in their immediate family, you know, has a mental health issue and their immediate. Mm -hmm. Just talk mm -hmm. about it. <laughs> cousins and aunts yeah. and uncles and second cousins and all that. But I'm talking about just in your circle, just in your immediate family. Yeah. You know, someone is on the brink of it, you know, dealing with maybe depression. You know, it goes a long ways. It's not just the main thing, bipolar, but we're talking yeah. there's depression. Mm -hmm. You know, A, there's depression, B, you know, mm -hmm. there's anxiety, there's panic, there's all, di all different so types. So many different types of disorders. So yes. PTSD, you got yes. OCD, yes. you have the, the, what you call it now, the ADHD. It's so yes. many different types of disorders. Absolutely. So Some may not be aware oh, that it even exists. Um, like, you know, something as simple as depression. I mean, it's not simple, but sometimes people even realize that they even depressed, they're not aware mm -hmm. of it. And mm -hmm. um, so it is, it's just like you said, like even um, PTSD, I didn't even realize, I keep forgetting about that, but that's a, that's a main one too, that I realized mm -hmm. actually someone I used to work with, um, he, he had that. Um, and it was, when I, I noticed we had meetings, he would be triggered by it. Like, you know, he would be triggered. Someone yelling at me, he's, he's triggered. And I'm like, what's a trigger? Like, yeah, yeah yelling like, is a trigger. <laughs> but I didn't know what was wrong and I didn't know how to handle it because he, especially he's right next to me. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? What is wrong with you? You know, I'm like, you know, yeah. like, you know, but, um, you know, we, we be black so we can talk like that to one another. And I'm like, what, you know, what is going on? Calm down. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, he told me that he had this, you know, um, disorder and not disorder, but, you know, mental illness and he was on medicine for it. But, you know, I didn't realize and the medicine was helping him to control and know how to, you know, know how to cope with it and know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But um, so, yeah, so that's a, you know, that's a major factor. And, and to that, Kim, when you said that, because I thought it was just those who was in the military, but it's not, mm -hmm. it's those who have suffered any type of traumatic incident oh, in their yes. life whether it's through relationship, like something happened, like, you know, maybe a sudden breakup or maybe they lost someone or maybe, yes. had a, you know, yeah, like an accident or, you know, some women dealt with a miscarriage or whatever, like all those things are traumatic experiences that we don't realize. And everyone deals with uh, experience separate from how, you know, we deal with it on our personal, our personal mm -hmm. lives and our personal selves. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I want you to share, Kaneen, as for, and this is something that you kind of, I mean, you may, you may, because I know I have dealt with it, but you don't really put that much attention on it because you're thinking that it's something else when it's, when it's really that. But tell us a little bit about what you became aware of as far as why so many marriages are falling apart. <laughs> Dealing with mental health issues. Yeah, so, this, you know, I, you know, I just, I love relationship topics. Um, and it's so crazy because I get a lot of people who contact me regarding relationships. So I guess that's sure a gift. Do. I don't know. <laughs> Let me say this right quick. <laughs> Let me testify. I must say this. She is 100% authentic, effective, and amazing when it comes to dissecting <laughs> a 
a relationship. I'm talking from the beginning to the end and either bringing it back together again or helping you pack your bags and go. <laughs> <laughs> but she's excellent when it comes to healing. And I'm talking, you know, healing individuals and, um, you know, bad, you know, in marriages that have gone, you know, left or south or whatever way you want to say it. She's excellent with, you know, um, helping marriages come back together again, or if they uh, prefer or decide that they prefer to do something different, she's excellent with helping you in whichever direction that, you know, you're being led to go. I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to say that because it's the absolute- Yeah, I, you know, I didn't realize <clears throat> it was a gift until Shalanda actually pointed out to me one day and when I tell you, I get people, I mean, I get pastors that call me about, and I'm like, I didn't understand it. Cause I mean, I'm not in a relationship myself, but I didn't realize that it was a gift. And I'm actually someone who's neutral. Like I don't take sides. I don't care if you're my best friend. I don't care if you're my mom. I don't care who you are. I tell it like it is. And I don't take sides. <laughs> but one thing I want to say through a conversation, you know, we, we can always say that relationships, um, usually break, break up or challenges either because of financial um, or breakdown of communication. But, you know, just kind of after studying and, you know, just prayer, just awareness of certain things, I realized the number one cause, and most people don't realize this, is mental breakdowns in relationships. So it's not, again, it's not financially, like, so all of like the financial, the communication, all of those are symptoms of something mental that's going on that, that a lot of us are not even aware of. And when I say mental, because we carry conditions from our, you know, from our past, we carry all these different things from our past, from, um, you know, from our ancestors that we don't even realize that we holding on to. And then sometimes like, you know, it just, just, so not to use your, your situation, Shalana, but I'm just gonna give an example. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> so just for instance, and you know, sometimes, especially in the black, it's not just the black communities it's all over, but especially in the black communities and especially with, you know, our black men is that we have a, well, you know, it's a tendency to hold in, to withhold information, mm -hmm. to withhold communication and not to express because we were taught that expressing ourselves is weakness. We were taught yeah. that mentioning how we feel, especially for black men, mentioning how you feel, like if you love someone or if you're upset, they're you know, taught to hold that in and not communicate that. And vulnerability is a strength. Yeah. So what yeah. happens is we hold all of that in and it becomes, it becomes mental, it begins to mess, mess with our mental capacity. And then mm -hmm. that's what caused the breakdowns in relationships. So it's, you know, and again, the financial part, all of that, those are just all symptoms of what's going on mentally that we're not even aware of. So a lot of, a lot of causes, and I want to say number one cause in relationships, I believe is definitely a breakdown in the mental capacity. What's going on in the mental, we don't even realize. And again, sometimes it can be depression. Sometimes it can be, you know, whatever it is, because we had, we had not learned how to communicate, to relate, mm -hmm. all about relating. If you don't yeah. know how to relate to people or situations or just relate to life in general is a mm -hmm. breakdown in the mental, you know, in the mental um, arena. And it yeah. affects us heavy. And we don't even realize that because again, we were taught, especially in the black community, how to withhold, how to withhold how we feel, mm -hmm. how to withhold our emotions, 
Um, you know, and then sometimes we would, you know, we were taught the easiest thing to do. For me, I was a runner. Some people say I still run, but they lie and they don't know. But, you know, but we were taught to run, to run away from our problems and not deal with it. Um, so even for me, like I did, honestly, I did. I was a type that I ran away from relationships because it was something that I had to deal with mentally. And I took the steps, mm -hmm. I did the work um, and I began to make the steps spiritually, mentally, you know, financially, physically, physically is a number one component, what we eat, how we exercise, that contributes a lot to your mental, you know, your mental capacity, your mental abilities. So, um, you know, a lot of things, a lot of times in relationships, people run from something that they don't want to deal with, something they, they cannot face, mm -hmm. the truth hurts. So that's sometimes mm -hmm. we don't want to deal with the truth of our past, what's going on today, what happened yesterday. So that's, that's, yeah, that's what's going on. Number one reason relationships fail. Yeah, that's uh, very true. I want to mention when you mentioned about physically, about, you know, what you eat, mm -hmm. people do not understand what you consume definitely affects the brain. It is, mm -hmm. people that are uh, becoming vegan, hey, I'm about to jump the jump ship with them. <laughs> as far as, you know, um, making sure that I have a seat on the ship too, because, <laughs> because it really matters and you can feel the difference. We may not want to admit it, but we know, you know, you know the truth. You may not say it, you may not mess with everybody else, but you know, when you eating McDonald's <laughs> or eating Sonic or whatever, you know, fast food. And you know how you feel later, miserable. Mm -hmm. But you can eat some vegan food and you, Kim, I know that you are one that mm -hmm. loves vegan food like I do. <laughs> mm -hmm. But have you ever felt miserable after eating a vegan plate from, I forgot the name of our favorite place, but have you ever felt- Oh girl, no ma'am. Spiral, no ma'am. Mm -hmm. Isn't that food the best in the world? <laughs> yes, it is. Brain food. Brain food. Well, you know what, Shalanda. So, so does Shalanda always get on me about this? So, I, oh, I love healthy food, and <laughs> and it's like it just say it, I don't know what it is. It just tastes, and I haven't always been that way. I mean, I grew up on mac and cheese, and you know, fried chicken, all of that. But as I gotten older, I, I don't know, I just, I can't necessarily eat like I used to eat. And I just, I love healthy food. Like I just, like, I can consume it all day. And Shalanda always, she's like, girl, you need some butter. <laughs> but I want to say this, right? Because again, I, I listen, don't, don't, don't fault me for this, but I love the topic of sex and I, I love to discuss it. I, I just love it. But, um, when it comes, especially in relationships, because um, you know that's a big healthy component of the relationship is sex. Mm -hmm. But also, when you're eating unhealthy, it, it diminishes your sex drive. It diminishes, mm -hmm. like even you know, even for women in, in terms. I'm not going to get graphic, but you know, even for women in terms of you know our juices and secretion and all of that, like all of that really affects even for a man, especially um, men. Yeah, right, and and yeah. especially getting older. It's like, that's so important because, you know, you know, they say, you know, men typically get in their fifties, sixties, they need some help, but honestly, they really, you know, um, studies show that they really don't necessarily need help if they're eating healthy, right. And taking care of everything is tied to you, what you eat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's very, very important, especially, you know, in a relationship, I mean, just not just in general, 
um, is, is, you know, it really affects how we think, um, how we eat, you know, how we eat in general, just keep on eating. It affects everything about how we think, how we eat, how we have sex, even how we relate to people because we eat in unhealthy. Like I when I had, um, I, used, I used to work at an IT firm and it was constantly busy. I was a technical writer and it was constantly busy. So I was always having a snack and eating something, but that was affecting me because I, was get, I would get irritated with people so quickly. And, you know, so I realized that I had to change my diet around that. And when I changed my diet, I feel so much more energized, so much more effective. I can get so much more accomplished. So, right. And I was going to say too um, about the mental health, um, you know, you are what you eat. You know, we've heard that quote, health is your wealth. Um, I like that health is your wealth. Mm-hmm. Now think about this, and I think about this a lot. I'm an Aquarius, so I really can go deep if you want me to. But I think about, um, um, you know, a lot of wealthy people, <clears throat> you know how they say, um, you can have all the money in the world and not be happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I have always tied that to, since I became aware of mental health issues, mental health um, illnesses, mental health disorder, I have always tied that to to that because I've had excellent careers and I have been at the bottom. (laughs) And I'm gonna, just like I've been single, I've been married, and you know, you can speak on both ends because you've experienced both. So you can speak on both ends. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can literally say um, when I'm well, and, and I'm sure, Kneen, you can speak on it. Uh, Kim, you probably speak because we've all experienced the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. But when you have, when you're, when you're doing well in your career, when you're well financially, um, do you experience any unhappiness? <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm like for someone to have everything that they've ever wanted, because if you're rich, you can, right? You can have everything that you've ever mm-hmm. wanted, but yet you can say, but you that doesn't make you happy, right? That right. doesn't make you happy. And why doesn't it make you happy? Because something's going on where? Mentally. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. Something's going on because you should be enough. Right. And then mm-hmm. to add everything to add, you know, rich, you can get everything you want. You can pay for everything. You know, mm-hmm. you don't worry about the everyday things that common people have to worry about because mm-hmm. you're welcome. But then to have all of that and then to still say, but that doesn't make you happy. Well, it's really not supposed to make you happy. It's mm-hmm. definitely not going to make you miserable. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But you can still feel miserable. Something mm-hmm. going up there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Something on mentally. What would you say about that, Kim? Because I know you're studying psychology right mm-hmm. now. So a little bit I just, <laughs> I just think that with stuff like that, like you say, with wealthy people, and they're just buying all this stuff to try to try to fill that void, to try mm-hmm. to run away. <laughs> like the <laughs> said earlier, she used to run away from relationships. They're trying to run away from their problems. Yes, they're trying yes. to keep from tackling that problem, to mm-hmm. keep from. Um, you know, saying, okay, I have this problem. I need to go get help. But they mm-hmm. thinking they buying all these expensive things, going to all these different places. Mm-hmm. That's going to help. It's not. They're trying to fill a void mm-hmm. and that's not going to work. 
until you yes. get that problem fixed, until you sit down with a therapist, you are not going to be fulfilled. And okay, yes. I'm spiritual. And also get a relationship with the Lord. Yeah, yes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> they're trying to fill a void and it's not going to work. I just okay. advise them to sit down, go ahead, sit down <laughs> and talk to a therapist. And That's I right. promise you, you will release so much and you'll feel so much better. Yes. So, yeah. And we're going to dedicate a whole show. That's We're just giving y'all snippets of, of mental health illnesses and things that you can do for it. Um, but we're going to dedicate a whole show to you. And can, I, can, I, can I elaborate on something that Kaneen was saying earlier? You know, when you talked about the marriages and then the mental breakdown in the marriages, um, I would say to some couples that may be experiencing things like this, do a check-in with your spouse, yes. like maybe once a month and see where they are. Hey, baby, how are you? How, how are you feeling? You know, mm -hmm. or, I mean, what can I do for you? What wow. are you missing? What can, what, what, how can I help you? Are you yeah. okay? Do we need to talk about anything? Am I missing anything? Am I lacking? What can I do for you? And mm -hmm. that will also help because you, don't, you, you just don't know what your spouse may be going through and they just may need to hear that because, you know, some people are not quick to open up and just come to you and say, hey, listen, this and that is going on. I feel like I'm about to scream. They may not be able to say that, but by you just approaching them saying, hey, how are you? Are you okay? Just mm -hmm. hold their hands, hold both their hands, look them in the eyes and say, are you okay? I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. To reassure them that, you know, you are there for them and they can be vulnerable with you. So mm -hmm. I would tell, you know, couples to take that into their relationship. And That's then to add to wow. that, listen, to add to that, for one another to really listen to your spouse, mm -hmm. listen to her, listen to him. If they are not um, happy or if they don't feel good or if they're telling you something and you hear something, you are hearing it. If you hear something different from what they're saying, you are hearing it. And yes. take the appropriate steps into getting some help. Yes. And there is, I mean, we have coaches, we have, we have a coach. I have a coach in business. Kanine have a coach in business. Kim is a wonderful source to talk to. Her, her, her she and her husband would be excellent coach. Beautiful couple coach. They can talk to couples that want to talk to a couple. If the wife just want to talk to, you know, um, a coach, or if the husband just want to talk to someone, reach out. Reach yes. out. Tag yes. us. Because it's important. It's important for your own self. It's being, it's important for, you know, your spouse too. So definitely if you hear, if you ask, like Kim said, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm not doing good. Don't just be like, oh, whatever, or not yeah. hear or ignore them or dismiss it. Don't do that. Because if you dismiss that, that's the first step in you dismissing your marriage ultimately. So yes. don't do, don't do not. Take it from true experience. Don't do that. Don't dismiss. So definitely, you know, um, do self-check-ins. Check in with yourself. You know, check in with your friends because your friend, your friends going to tell you the truth about you. Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> if they are your true friend, they're going to tell you the truth about you. And yes. a lot of and times we do not like the truth because the truth does not feel good. I don't know. How, how, how plain can you say that? I know. 
It just doesn't feel good. It does not. Um, if you're expecting someone to tell you the truth and yet you should feel good, that's only if you can, if you sing a song and you can really sing and they tell you, you sound great. You know, you know it. And, 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 and let me tell you about us three. If okay. y'all call or if y'all <laughs> want to talk to us, y'all are going to get the real and the truth. Because yeah. now, Shalanda, I've known her since high school. Kaneen, I've known you for how long? Maybe a couple of months. <laughs> right. But I've known you through Shalanda. <laughs> right. Well, let me tell you what I know about Kaneen from the time I talked to her. We meet every week. What I, yeah. what I know about Shalanda and what she know about me. We are going to tell you the truth out of love because we love you. We yes. love you. And we want the best for you in your life. So if you reach out to us, you are going to get the real deal. So if you are sensitive, you have sensitive ears, you may not want to talk to us, but we're going to tell you out of love. Yes. Um, the truth, the real. Yes. Yeah. And especially if you're sensitive, you definitely don't want to talk to Kanine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, let me, no, listen. So no, I am very, let me tell you, I am, I am, I'm, I have learned to tone it down because people told me, um, I've been way too blunt and I didn't, I know how to repair relationships. So I have some friendships have ended because of my bluntness, but it was repaired. So I always know how to, but I have learned to tone it down. And when I speak, I'm going to speak with compassion. Right. I, I'm going to speak. So I will be blunt, but I will speak with compassion. Definitely. Because I'm, I'm all for healing yeah. and I love yeah. to see people heal. I love to see people live their best life. And sometimes to do that, they got to get into the awareness of what is truly going on. Like yes. be realistic about your situation. Um, right. Because if you can't, if you cannot identify where you are through truth, then you can't, you can't get healing. So I think it's very important to, to be upfront, but also know when to say it. You know, I'm not going to just, you know, someone yes. Yes. like <laughs> in a relationship, say a relationship is ending. And, um, and I've done this, you know, I've learned my lesson from it, but, you know, saying <laughs> your relationship is ending and I just say, just get over it. It's done. <laughs> right. You know, it is like, so not, you know, learning that that's a very sensitive topic. So not to say that, but just to be honest about the situation, help them identify where they are today in their life and their relationship, whatever it may be. Um, and just walk them through those steps. So I'm, I believe it's important to, and that's for all of us. I mean, just, you know, knowing Shalana, knowing Kim, we are all very, very truthful people because we all about, you know, spiritual healing. Um, you know, it's, it's all about what's, you know, what's going on up here first. And that's what we really deal with. What's going on up here, what's going on in the heart as well. But um, you said something, Shalana and Kim, and I wanted to attest to this when it comes to relationship. And Kim, I love that you said that because, um, especially in the black community, a, 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 a guy on um, on YouTube, he kind of very hardcore. I know we're gonna talk about that another day, but <laughs> but um, but I want to say this: when it comes to relationships, and because we can forget, especially as black women, to go to mm -hmm. our you know our our spouses, you know, whatever, whoever you know, wherever you are in a relationship status, and hold mm -hmm. their hand and say, "How can I be there for you?" But sometimes um, men, you know, sometimes women too, don't know, don't know how to take that because they hadn't had that before. And then sometimes mm -hmm. when they come in, in and they hurt, sometimes they may pull back and be guarded. Now, women, especially as Black women, we can take that on and become, you know, 
upset about it because we want to be in their world. We want to help them. We want to heal them. And, you know, we can be very overly motherly and nurturing, <laughs> um, but it's important to, you know, sometimes when a person pull away, not to take offense to that because they may not be ready to open up, but sometimes just being there, just sitting with them and just honoring what they say in that moment. Now, if it's continuous, then it's a problem. But, you know, sometimes, you know, if, if a person say, um, you know, thank you for saying that, but or they just push you away. Just just be with that and not to take it personal because it may be something they're dealing with in their own space and they don't know how to deal with it with another person. They don't know how to, um, you know, they don't know how to, you know, take it on to be upfront, honest, vulnerable. So sometimes just be with them. You know, if they just say, I don't want to talk about it, just sit there. You know, for me, I drill people. I'm like, okay, so what happened? Then I find another way to ask the question. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so sometimes, you know, um, don't drill the person, but just be there with them. And sometimes just being in silence helps sometimes. And because it helps the person know, okay, this person is genuinely there for me. They're not looking for anything or just to get at me or whatever, but they genuinely here. So again, don't take it personal if, you know, because some people open up in their own time and it takes a while to build that. It takes a while to build trust. It takes a while to become vulnerable. So sometimes just being there with the person. Um, and like Kim said, check in all the time with, you know, with your significant other. Hey, how you doing? And if they don't open up, you know, be okay with that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then you got to figure out, you know, if it's happening all the time, how how do you address that? I think that's a question that's important. Yeah. How do you address it when it's, yeah. There's a, there's a communication of, a communication, there, there are steps to that type of communication that you can take. And it's called the STLC. You stop, oh. you think, you listen, and then you communicate. Oh, you I love stop. that. And then you think about what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. Mm-hmm. How are you going to approach this person? Then once you've, once you've came up with what you're going to say and how you're going to approach this person, then you listen. You listen to what they have to say. Right. And then you both are able to communicate, you know, what they heard and what you said. So, um, and what you heard them say. So you're able to communicate. STLC, stop, think, listen, communicate. Oh, that's deep. And I'm sorry, Shalana, before that, Kim, that was very powerful. I'm glad you said that. And that last part you said where actually, you know, like repeat back what they have said yes a lot of times especially i know at times i have done it where you know the person had said something and i took it a whole other way like wait what what you you know get ready to just go you know get ready to go off shalanda right (laughs) we had several topics about that but you know um you know but making sure you repeat because sometimes again we in our own world and sometimes we have so much in our mind that we're hearing something totally different what was said so that was powerful that you said that Kim like repeating back that's effective communication repeating back what you have actually heard because we can hear it but we can process it differently and think yes. that can, and think about it in a lot of relationships get into arguments or disagreements because of that but that's a mental thing again that's something mentally was going on upstairs that we don't even we're not aware about or you know we don't know what a person is thinking so yeah. That's true. And I want to um, uh, mention, uh, add to that, I, I cannot remember who I was listening to. 
I don't know why, but I cannot remember who I was listening to, but um, they were dealing with uh, couples, you know, and it was somebody, I mean, very relevant, like, I cannot think of, I don't know why I'm always listening to something, everybody know I am a YouTube internet guru, <laughs> I'm always listening to somebody's show, and you know, some type of teaching, but um, dealing with that, um, I just want to add to the STC, um, the person said, I wonder what's it Jada's show, but the person said, I think it was Will Smith, if I'm not mistaken, I've learned to listen, to understand, so that I can be understood. But well, that yeah. was Will, yeah, that was Will. Uh -huh. That was Will Smith. Uh -huh. When he said, listen to that quote, mm -hmm. I've learned, he said it throughout his sessions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think phenomenal now you know throughout his therapy sessions or coaching sessions he has learned to listen to understand so that he can be understood and so that is something pertinent and especially in a marriage in a relationship listen to understand that individual so that you can be understood yes. when you're mm -hmm. so let them ha just have their way <laughs> And what if they crazy like Trump, though? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and move to that subject. <laughs> well, there are other strategies <laughs> for him. And so we'll have to get to the next show. But there are other, for, for difficult people, they have other communication strategies for uh, people like him. Yeah, you know, you need a you need a mediator. You need a mediator. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, those, and those other communication skills. Yeah. Well, lovely people. Um, <laughs> we're going to get to you on the mental health illnesses. Um, <laughs> I mean, it can linger on, but um, there's institutions that are for course <laughs> like people. Um, just we're going to go ahead and go off into our latest um, topic, the latest thing that is out there um, that everybody is in astonishment about um, what happened to the Capitol this week. You know, let me just give my <laughs> my thoughts on that first. Um, I think that, you know, the, the act from those individuals or whatever they were, because I'm talking, I saw individuals climbing up walls that looked like roaches climbing up somebody's <laughs> nest. That was beyond, beyond disturbing. So um, it's really sad. It's really sad where we are today as a nation, when we're supposed to be the land of the free, the land of opportunity, um, just so many things that, you know, that we supposed to exude, however, <laughs> it has become the total opposite of what we stand for. Uh, even in God we trust, you know, trust God climbing up the walls looking like roaches. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking <laughs> <laughs> and for them to react, you know, um, their leader, for them that because they were prompt to do these crazy things by, uh, it's so unfortunate by the president um, of yeah. the United States, um, Trump. And you are as good as your leadership. And so they clearly, they idolize him. And so we mm -hmm. saw their behavior. We saw how they act. And then the amazing thing was that people post 
posted um, in social media, uh, the BLM, the Black Lives Matter March versus Roaches Act, which happened. <laughs> And you saw you saw the difference. Oh, I mean, literally, you saw mm-hmm. the difference. Now, was exactly what this country is supposedly stand for: law and order. And like I always have said, and like I continue to say, we Black Lives Matter. We, as a Black people, we fight for justice. We fight for equality. We fight for what is right. Yeah. We do not fight for. Uh, to destroy, we do not fight to hurt. We do not fight to get even. We do not fight to to um, to to steal or to kill or to you know to cheat or to prove a point. You know, our point is the justice. Our point yes. is the equality. You know, <laughs> and we just mm-hmm. what everybody else got: freedom, yeah. equality, yeah. the same opportunities. That's all we want. We get that we're good. We are good. We have never, I don't know, maybe y'all can correct me. I have never seen um, Black Lives Matters or any other Black march where they went and destroyed some a monument, a historical monument, or tried to destroy it as much as they could. I don't even think we have that type of courage. <laughs> I don't even think we, I don't even think we even think that way. Like, well, Listen now, we don't mess with the feds. So we're not going to the federal building, the Capitol. We know better than that because if you think about it, with us marching and protesting against the social injustices, we could have very well went to the Capitol. Yeah. But we didn't. We we know better. We don't want no federal charges. We don't want to get caught up in all that. Yes. So we have better sense than that. But then that also makes you think that in their minds, they felt like nothing's going to happen to us. Yeah, we can vandalize this federal building because nothing is going to happen to us because we have a leader that's going to protect us because he said it. He said he's going to lead the the march to the capital. But Mm -hmm. he didn't. He was nowhere to be found after he incited this whole mess. So if they were left alone, People sacrifice their lives in the name of Trump. Yes. People uh, were tear gassed. Uh, a, cop, a cop lost his life. Cops were injured. I mm. mean, he, he is just so incompetent as a leader and has yes. been since the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what? Wow. So, well, first, first of all, Black people, we know if we do something like that, we going down. <laughs> So we still removing body bags. We know. Right. (laughs) Right. So when you think about it, like, you know, and that was whole, they they were protected by a leader. So they were able to go and, you know, like think about like the Capitol is supposed to be like the number one securest place. How is it that they were able to climb over these walls? How they were able to get through the White House? Now, imagine if, you know, if it was us, you know, as Black people, and we were to do that, we would have been stopped at the gate. They would have came out with guns, tear gas, we would have been stopped. But the fact that they were able to just go straight in and just, you know, sit at Pelosi's desk, sit at this person's desk, take pictures, we couldn't get that far. So, yeah, so it's just, it's just crazy that, just the way where the world, you know, how the world is heading. And I want to say this, that all of this, it seems like, and, and, you know, I don't know if you all agree, but, you know, I always look at things from a spiritual perspective. And also I, I, I love astrology. So I look at astrology and I kind of, you know, I, I seek God, I look at astrology and I kind of see 
you know, sometimes where we heading and how things are going. Um, so, you know, it seems like we're kind of headed towards a war. And yeah. it seems like that we are being, we are being vulnerable because possibly, I'm not saying this is true. This is just, this is just me, my belief. So don't go and say nothing like, you know, they said this, but, um, <laughs> you know, possibly it could, like we're being open and, and the U.S. is being made vulnerable. So think about that. So think about why are we being open for attack? And, you know, something Trump must know that we don't know. Maybe he's orchestrating something or maybe he knows something behind the scenes and he just took advantage of it. So, you know, sometimes we can look at the deeper meaning of things and just kind of see like where we going with this. And because like, when you think about like the defense, you know, the person who, you know, the national security, um, so we can have cyber attacks, we can have all these different things because it's like we're being made vulnerable. And when you think about it, why we're being made vulnerable. So that's the time that cause us to really watch. Watch, mm -hmm. us, you know, what's going on. Um, and just, you know, it, just thinking about, so I'm, I'm not going to get too much into the astrology part of it, but, you know, when you look at things, again, from a spiritual perspective, even with astrology, it's like we are in the year of a five year. Five deals mm -hmm. with expansion and deals with freedom. It also, you know, it also deals with, um, you know, technology expansion, or it could be technology and something creativity. So it's like, watch for certain things. You got to watch for certain things. And, um, you know, it just, it just, it just watch. I just want to say this, just watch. And um, mm -hmm. I think that's what God is having us do is seek his face first. Um, but watch, watch what's going on. Don't take anything for granted. Listen to what's being said in the news, you know, people, po especially politics, um, especially for us Blacks, is even more important to involve yourself in politics. Hear what's going on, see what's going on, study all those things and hear what's being said as well as what's not being said and question those things. You know, we were taught not to question anything, just stay quiet, but question every single thing because there's a lot going on that we're not aware yeah. of and we have to be aware, you know, nowadays, we really have to be aware. But one thing I want to say um, as well, that it, it is going to be a lot of money, there's a lot of money out there. And I really do feel um, again, because I love astrology, we're in a year of the ox. The ox is someone who deals with fertility, who deals with um, deals with fertility, it deals with abundance, also responsibility. So it may be a time we have a lot of responsibility on us um, in terms of universal and the world itself. But it also, because the ox is, um, you know, deals with abundance and expansion. Five is expansion, we're in a five year. So we, it's going to be a lot of expansion, but you have to learn how to pivot and just sway with those changes that's coming about um, and, and take advantage, especially us in the black community, take advantage of um, what's coming, you know, what's coming our way and invest wisely, especially financially, invest first spiritually, invest in your spiritual, you know, your spiritual health, invest in your financial health. Um, there's going to be a lot of money coming. I definitely believe that. And I believe that we have to be wise in how we um, take advantage of it because there's going to be a lot of changes and I feel like it's more technology changes, but um, if we don't know how to go with those changes, we can be caught up and it can become, you know, like the ops, like a burden. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Absolutely. And oh my God, we're coming to the end, but before we wrap up the show, I just want to say, I want to mention one last thing about the devastating thing that happened at, happened at the Capitol um, this week such a sad, 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 sad moment, a real sad moment. But I want to mention that my um, thoughts on the inauguration that is to take place, um, 
on the is it the twentieth? Um, I would definitely just I just want to divorce my opinion. I would definitely want to have that indoor, and I would not want it to be public. I would want it to be strictly the Congress congressman as well as you know the former presidents um, to attend, and you know of course our president elect, hallelujah, and our VP elect to be a part of that. I would say sacred <laughs> ceremony and no outsiders. And I know Trump has said he will not attend. Absolutely, you should not, you know. <laughs> I don't know, he's been banned from everything, so I don't think he will ever see this. <laughs> but absolutely, he should not. He has no right, you know, especially what he incited this week, what we saw, everybody saw. And I remember, Kanine, um, when you said um, that, you had that vision where you saw everybody will be looking on the TV and amazement like, what the heck? Or what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what many of us said, you know, and still say it to this day. Yeah. So just my two cents. Anybody get this? That's a part of the cabinet <laughs> team. Consider having the inauguration a closed, secluded area within the White House or within the Capitol or just somewhere where it's undisclosed and um, just the Congress um, people as well as the former presidents, as well as, uh, of course, uh, president-elect and VP and keep everybody else out of it um, to save face, grace, everything, because you never know what has been already um, planned by Trump and his roaches that are out there. Mm -hmm. So... Definitely, you know, they they should definitely consider, you know, taking high, high, high precautions. So, yeah. well, this yeah. has been a lovely show, ladies. Um, what do you think? Awesome. <laughs> Did you have fun? I'll bear yes, 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 oh, yes. It's been a beautiful time. Doing the heart. Um, healing the heart, renewing the mind, all through the power of transparency, you know, through telling the truth being real and being wrong because the truth we all know will make us free, will set us free, and will keep us free indeed. People, we will be back if it's God's will next week to share more truth and love to clear your hearts and minds. <laughs> so stay tuned. We are out. Until then, peace, love, and to you all. I just want to give our email address just in case anyone want to contact us. Yes. Um, so um, thank you all for watching. Our email address is heartmindvoice at gmail.com. Again, that's hearts, like the heart, um, mind and voice at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, anything you want to hear on the show, um, we're going to be looking, taking guests eventually. So you want to be a guest, just um, email us, let us know your thoughts, your comments, your feedback, what is you would like to share on the show? What do you want to hear? And we will certainly get back to you. Thank you all for watching and joining. And we, we yes. will have updates. We will have reminders. Um, we're looking and seeking for guests. We will have what the show topics are about. Uh, we will have poll questions. Uh, feel free to, you know, uh, give us your answers. Give us your thoughts, your suggestions, your recommendations. Um, all of that. Just check our page, Heart, Mind, and Voice Show um, on social media, on Facebook, as well as on um, Instagram. And check out our YouTube page. Hey. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Bye. Bye.